Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ. Living Orthodoxy is the parish podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. This is the day which the Lord has made. Brothers and sisters, we are gathered to celebrate and proclaim our Lord Jesus Christ and his life and death and resurrection and be nourished with his holy body and blood. And we are right to do this because it's the Lord's day. And yet this Lord's day is very special because we are on the cusp of great Lent. The Church Fathers call this the tithe of the year. We're giving God 10% of our time, 10% of the the days of the year, maybe a little more than 10%. And as the father of our community here, not because of any righteousness of mine, but by God's mysterious providence, I beg you, and I invite you, and I challenge you, and I even direct you to take this holy time seriously. I don't want you to come to Pascha, April 19th. Make sure your calendars are marked for all the holy services. I don't want you to come to Pascha the same as you are right now. We have to come out of the fast transformed, and it's possible. Don't be complacent with your earthly cake with only a heavenly cherry on top. But turn off your TVs, log out of social media, put down your phone, come to the Lenten services, pick up your Bibles, open your hearts to God, prepare them and confess your sins, give alms, And you could make our new librarian very happy. Sarah, thank you for your ministry. By going to the library and checking out a book to read during Lent. And she's made it very easy for you. In the narthex, there's the mobile library. Don't let this holy time pass you by, but put up your sails and catch the the tailwind that will drive you, drive you to our divine destination. This Sunday, our launch into Lent, we have a fourfold emphasis layered over the resurrection. We call this Sunday four different things. Cheese Fair, of course, Forgiveness Sunday. The commemoration, the major commemoration is the expulsion from paradise. And our standing conference of bishops the Episcopal Assembly here in America has called this Sunday Mission Sunday. We would have a special emphasis on missions. And I'm grateful for, for their archpastoral leadership for that. I'd like to think of all these four elements, maybe as four pieces of wood that we can build a frame with to understand our, our Lenten fast. And the fast is exile. The fast is exile. And what is exile? 
Exile means not being in your home. I think of St. John Chrysostom who died in exile. The emperor said, you can no longer be here, you have to go someplace else. If I see you again, we are in exile and we are exiles here. We do not belong to this world. We are misfits, or I hope we are misfits. We have been called out of this world, and we must journey, we must pilgrimage relentlessly back to our heavenly heritage. I felt a little bit of exile when I spent the summer in Bolivia playing soccer. It was very sweet the first couple days, and then, don't tell her, but I missed my mom, actually. Shh. I was a teenager and I missed my mom. Adam and Eve must have felt great exile, greater than we can imagine, when they were driven from paradise. The Jews felt this sense of exile when they were carried away from Judea by the Babylonians. And we, we get a taste of this in the psalm, By the Waters of Babylon. Saint Silouan of Mount Athos felt this exile when he lost the grace of God early in his monastic life. And he wrote this beautiful, heart-wrenching poem entitled Adam's Lament, from which I will read just a small amount. Adam, the father of all mankind, in paradise knew the sweetness of the love of God. So when for his sin he was driven forth from the Garden of Eden and was widowed of the love of God, he suffered grievously and lamented with a mighty moan, and the whole desert rang with his lamentations. His soul was racked as he thought, I have grieved my beloved Lord. He sorrowed less after paradise and the beauty thereof. No, he sorrowed that he had been bereft of the love of God, which insatiably at every instant draws the soul to him. In the same way, the soul which has known God through the Holy Spirit, but has afterwards lost grace, experiences the torment that Adam suffered. There is an aching and a deep regret in the soul that has grieved the beloved Lord. Adam knew great grief when he was banished from paradise, but when he saw his son Abel slain by Cain, his brother, Adam's grief was even heavier. His soul was heavy, and he lamented and thought, peoples and nations will descend from me and multiply, and suffering will be their lot, and they will live in enmity and seek to slay one another. And his sorrow stretched as wide as the sea, and only the soul that has come to know the Lord and the magnitude of his love can understand. And he concludes this beautiful passage. I too have lost grace and call with Adam. Be merciful to me, O Lord. Bestow on me the spirit of humility and love. That's how we should be feeling every day, brothers and sisters, because we are in exile. 
This world, as wonderful as it is, is not our home. We are in exile. As beautiful and comfortable and enchanting as life is, this world is not our home. The first theme, cheese fair, fasting. Fasting is essential to exile because it keeps the hunger for true nourishment strong and cuts the, cuts the ties that we make to this fleshly existence. Secondly, this Forgiveness Sunday. This should cut us, cut us to the core. The Lord said, If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. We have to pause there for a minute. Our forgiveness of other people is part of God's plan. And it's a challenge. Theologically, it's a challenge to any who would try to reduce the great mystery of salvation to a simple equation. As Father James said last week, it's a false dilemma, a false problem that drove the Reformation. This false dilemma is exposed by the injunction to forgive or not be forgiven. There is a formula for salvation, but the variables are endless because it is our life being offered up to God. His life for our life. Our life for His life. Salvation is the free gift that costs everything. Repeat that with me, please. Salvation is the free gift that costs everything. This was captured most sublimely by the Holy Apostle Paul in his second epistle to the Corinthians when he said, Dying and behold we live. Brothers and sisters, this Lent may we die die to ourselves and live to God and our neighbors. This challenge is personal as well because it pushes us past our self-orientation. We can forgive as we cease to be the point of reference, as we cease to be the center of the universe. We can forgive when we know, when we experience deeply, that we are forgiven. We can forgive when we calmly take our place within God's kingdom. Lord, thank you for being the Lord. Thank you for not making me God. Thank you for having me as one of your slaves, one of your servants, one of your sons and daughters. Lord, help me to forgive. Help me to set aside my expectations, my bitterness, my grudges. Lord, help me to see others as you see them. Now the expulsion from paradise. This is the theme of today. The hymns talk about Adam's lament, as St. Silouan did. I would like to understand this in terms of rules for exile. How do we live in exile? This will be very simple. There's just four of them. Help me remember them, please. Don't forget. 
Don't settle. Travel light and travel tight. Let's say that. See if you can remember, because I, I have it in front of me, but I'll close my eyes. Don't forget, don't settle, travel light and travel tight. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget where you belong. Don't forget who you are, your family, your inheritance. Don't forget the holy stories and the sacred songs. Don't forget God and his love. Don't forget the standing invitation to repentance. Don't let your identity be washed away by the opportunities that we have here. Don't settle. Don't settle for pasting pleasures. Don't settle with seductive reasoning. Don't settle for empty promises and fair-weather friends. Don't settle, but hold out. So don't forget, don't settle. Thank you. Okay, I can see it now. Travel light. Eat simply. Live simply. Spend less and give more. Divest yourself from earth and invest yourself in heaven. Don't carry grudges and burdens and pride because it will weigh you down and you will not survive the journey. This is why we can't be forgiven if we don't forgive. Don't forget, don't settle, travel light, travel tight. Stick with the people you're traveling with. Your true companions, you need to watch their backs. You need to stick together despite differences, despite insults, despite annoyances, despite sorrows and confusion. Brothers and sisters, we are in exile. This world is not our home. And we can have a blessed exile if we don't forget, if we don't settle, if we travel light and if we travel tight. May this holy time engender in you a nostalgia for paradise. May this season of abstinence stir up dissatisfaction with worldly life. May Lent make you sick of sin and homesick for heaven. In closing, I'd like to use a prayer of missions that our bishops have asked us to pray from the Orthodox Christian Missionary Center. Because there are many exiles in this world that don't realize they're in exile, and they think this world is their home. God of truth and love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, hear our prayer for those who do not know you, that they may come to a saving knowledge of the truth, and that your name may be praised among all the peoples of the world. Sustain, <clears throat> inspire, and enlighten your servants who bring them the gospel. Bring fresh vigor to wavering faith. Sustain our faith when it is still fragile. Continually renew missionary zeal in ourselves and in the Church. 
and raise up new missionaries who will follow you to the ends of the world. Make us witnesses of your goodness, full of love, full of strength, full of faith, for your glory and for the salvation of the entire world. Through the prayers of all the missionary saints, have mercy on us and save us. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. For more information about St. Philip Orthodox Church, visit us online at st-philip.net.